Welcome. You are listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you everyone and welcome to the podcast. Today I want to talk about the pressing. What do I mean when I say the pressing? I mean the pressing into the promise. So when we are children of God, when we love the Lord, when we walk with Jesus, God has all sorts of promises for us. Some of those promises are biblical promises in the Bible, and some of them are very personal promises. They will still be biblical, but they might not be something that's specifically in the Bible, but something more personal to us. Maybe the Lord has given us a vision for our lives or a dream for our lives that has been confirmed and is biblical and does not contradict the truth in the Bible. And there are things that we've been pressing for and standing for and believing God for because God said that he is doing it, because God promised it to us. The thing about a promise from the Lord is it doesn't always come immediately. And sometimes God tells us the promise, shows us the promise, gives us the vision for it, and there's actually quite a wait We see this in scripture frequently. We saw this with Joseph. God gave Joseph a dream that he would be a ruler of sorts and even his family, his brothers, and even his parents would bow down to him because he would be in an authority position. But Joseph, immediately after that, was thrown into a pit by his own brothers initially to be killed, and instead they sold him into slavery. So from the pit into slavery, from the slavery into false accusation that led him into prison. And this went on for years, years. And from prison into the palace, into the position that he had always been meant for. Now, if you were in Joseph's shoes, you probably wouldn't feel like the promise was coming. You might wonder, did I get it wrong? Did I bring this on myself? Has God forgotten? But even in all of those years of all of the things that Joseph went through, not only was God's promise true, not only was what Joseph saw true, not only did he hear God correctly, But God used every bit of things that he went through during that time period to prepare him for the promise that God had given him. And in that process, God worked in him the character and the humility and even the forgiveness that he needed to walk in the promise that God had for him. So we see that in the story of Joseph. We also see Abraham. God had given Abraham a promise that he would be the father of many nations. And yet the promise took so long in coming that Abraham basically gave up on what God was going to do. And Abraham decided that maybe God needed some help. He and Sarah, his wife, decided together that they would have him sleep 
with their servant so he could have a child with her, because Sarah was beyond what the world calls childbearing ages. So he did. He created a child, Ishmael, with his servant. But then God visited him again and spoke of the promise again. You see, Abraham did get reminded of this promise. He even got confirmation. And Abraham at this point had hope deferred. He had waited for so long. God had given him this promise and God had possibly even given confirmation up to this point. But, you know, he took things into his own hands because he had been waiting and it was hard. And even in that moment, when God reiterated the promise, Abraham told the Lord to just bless Ishmael and let it be. And the Lord said, no, I will take care of Ishmael, but Ishmael is not your promised son. Your promised son will be born of Sarah, your wife. And then God said that it would happen within the year. So Abraham had been waiting for years and God said it would happen within the year. Well, Sarah at the time laughed in her heart, but God heard and God rebuked her and God told her that it would happen. And in that moment, he got rid of the hope deferred that she had been dealing with and he prepared her to mother this child, even at her ripe older age. God still fulfilled his promise, but there was a pressing for both of these people in the Bible, both for Joseph and for Abraham. There was a pressing, there was a process that they had to walk through. And often, as the process continues, and as you're even closer to breakthrough, the warfare can actually get more intense. You know, Joseph went from being relatively free, though he was a slave in a home, to being in a prison. And then he felt forgotten about in the prison before his promise came. We see the Israelites who had a promise from God that he would make Pharaoh let them go, that they would have their freedom. And they went through this process and the plagues against Egypt. And God had proved his faithfulness. But the next thing that they knew, they were standing at the Red Sea, afraid for their lives because they were backed up against something that they could not move on their own. And their enemy was coming up behind them. And they were certain that their enemy would kill them. But God... But God, God parted the sea for them. But in that moment, they were literally pressed on all sides. They had nowhere to go. Their enemy was closing in on them. And the other side was a sea that they could not cross on their own, only by the power of God. They were pressed on all sides, fearing for their lives. But then a literal breakthrough happened. And God separated the sea for them. You know, we see as the Israelites had to cross into the promised land, their battles actually intensified as they took their land because they had to battle for the land that God had promised them. It was theirs. God made sure that as long as they were obedient and walking with him, they won every battle that they had to fight. But they still had to fight the battle. They still had to face the walls of Jericho. They had to be obedient to God and he brought the walls down, but they still had to look at those walls and be obedient to him. 
So often as we come close to a breakthrough and even to our promise, there is extra warfare and there is even a pressing, sometimes on all sides. So that's what I want to talk about today because I have felt for myself and also seen kind of widespread in the body of Christ that there are a lot of people that are in the pressing right now. You are in that place of pressing where the breakthrough is so close. You know what God said. You've been standing on the promise. You know that breakthrough is so close. And yet as close as you know it is, it feels so elusive. And in this moment, you feel pressed on all sides. Maybe it's not you personally. Maybe it's someone you know. But I've seen this as a widespread thing that a lot of people are going through. So I'm going to just speak of it as if you are going through it. I know I've been dealing with some of this in my own life, and I know a lot of people who have. So you're at this brink. You can smell the promised land. You can feel it. It's like you're at the door, and you know it's just on the other side of the door. Just as you would be answering a door and you could even hear the person standing on the other side breathing. It's that close. And yet you don't know how that door is going to be unlocked. And right now you are dealing with so much warfare or pressing that it's hard to imagine that it can. That door feels a little bit like a wall even though it's right there. But God says, take heart and keep standing on the promise. You see, when we're in the place of pressing, it's just like birthing. It's like transition in birth right before the baby comes. And our promises are like babies that need to be birthed. Transition is the most intense part of birth. The contractions get harder and faster. And in the pushing process, a lot of the time, the women birthing the babies can get tired. Well, it can feel the same way with our promise. It can feel hard to push one more time. But just as birthing a baby requires pushing, and at some point that baby does come, it is the same with our promises. So when we're in those places of transition, when we are in those tired places, when we are in the places of pressing, we have to be more careful than ever with how we stand. What do I mean by that? When we're in the place of pressing, it's easy to fall into a temptation of complaining or to let our words speak things that aren't faithful. Maybe instead of speaking about the promise, you've been speaking more about how hard it is or how hard the weight is. Now, I'm not guilting you by any means. I believe that we all struggle with this. But what I am saying is be careful with your words in the pressing. Though that might be the temptation, don't let your words speak anything but the promise. And if you falter and you mess up, do not feel guilty and do not worry. Just repent. Repent of what you've said. Come out of agreement with the lie. Come out of agreement with the doubts. Come out of agreement with the grumbling and complaining. Repent. And thank God for what he's doing. Bring your words back into alignment with the promise. Speak the truth. So that's number one. These are the two things that I really wanted to impress on you right now. Praying can feel hard in the pressing. 
standing can feel hard in the pressing. It can feel emotional and exhausting and heavy in the pressing. But you know what we do when we feel heaviness is we put on a spirit and garment of praise. The enemy would love us to fall into grumbling and complaining or fear. There was an entire generation of Israelites that did not get to cross into the promised land because when they got there, they let fear and grumbling lead the way instead of God. But Joshua and Caleb had the courage to say, no, God is with us, God is for us, and we can take the land. And they, in turn, led their generation into the promised land. So in the pressing, no matter how hard it feels, like I said, if you slip up, you repent. You repent and you bring it before the Lord and you cry out to God and you bring your words back into alignment with the promise. But let's make a practice of matching our words with the promise of God, of saying, even though it looks this way, there are giants in the land, this is true, but God, our God, is faithful. And God, our God, destroys and defeats giants. That might be a giant to me, but that is a speck of dust to our God. I know what God promised me. I know what God said. And I know that God will do what he said because God is not a human being and God cannot lie. It's okay to say, I feel it in this moment. I feel the pressing. I feel the hurt. I feel the emotions. But I still know that God will do what he said he will do. And I stand on the word of God and I trust the Lord and I keep standing. So we watch our words in the pressing. We speak words of faith in the pressing. We thank God for the promise that he has already promised us because it's already happened in the spirit. And we thank him that it's coming to full manifestation in the natural no matter what we see or do not see in this moment. God's plans stand and God's promises are true. They are yes and amen. God fulfills every single promise he has ever made. That's what we stand on. And we worship. We worship in the waiting. We worship in the pressing. We worship through the heaviness and out of it. We worship through the tears. We worship through the anger. We worship through the disappointment. We worship our way out of hope deferred. We worship through the hurt. We worship away from what we're seeing in the natural into what the supernatural says. We worship our way through the weight and into the breakthrough. We worship our way through the pressing and into the promise. We worship. God has been speaking to me about this so clearly in the last few days that even when you're tired, get into his presence and worship. Focus on him, on who he is, because he is faithful. He is good. He is a fulfiller of his promises, and he does not lie. He is almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing, and he loves you. Worship him.
When it hurts, worship him. When you feel tired, worship him. When you feel heavy or depressed, worship him. Worship God. When you feel angry or frustrated or disappointed, worship God. It might not be what you feel like you want to do in that moment, but do it. Rest even in his presence. Maybe you can't speak a word in that moment, but you can turn on a worship song and you can say, God, I believe everything in this song. I know you're good. And you just lay there and you listen to it. But sing and dance if you can. Tell the Lord how much you love him and how good he is. And remind yourself in the process. The pressing is hard, but it's for a purpose. And we press all the way into breakthrough. So in this season, in this moment, in this time, these are the two things I'm charging you with. Meaning I'm giving you an assignment for. Watch your words. Watch the things that you speak. And speak God's promise. Speak God's word. Speak worship and thanksgiving to God. And number two, worship God. Worship God. No matter how hard it is, no matter what it feels like, worship God. In the pressing, worship him and God will bring the breakthrough. We might not know exactly when. We might not know exactly how. God told the Israelites that he would save them. He even knew that he was going to have to force Pharaoh, but he didn't tell them exactly how he would do that. They thought they were free after Passover, and then they faced slavery and death again at the Red Sea. God didn't tell them ahead that he would part the sea. He just gave them the promise of freedom and of the promised land, and he fulfilled his promise. It didn't look like anything that they could have comprehended. Nothing in the natural made sense with what God did to part the sea. But he did it. Joseph didn't know the time that he would be put in the position that God had promised him. And he didn't know the things that he would have to walk through to get there. And he didn't know exactly how that promise would be fulfilled. But God gave him a promise and God fulfilled it. And he stayed with the Lord and grew in character. So as we wait, we trust and we know that God is doing it. And in the pressing, we speak the truth, not the facts, the truth of what God said. The truth of what God is doing. The truth of God's word. The truth of God's promise. And we worship him, God who alone can bring our promise to pass. I hope this encouraged you today, and I hope that you have a blessed week. Hang in there. God is moving. God is working. And remember, even when the enemy comes in like a flood, God raises up a standard against the enemy. Keep trusting him. I love you all, and I will talk to you next week. Have a blessed week.
Cause I'm burning too 